Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of biliary structures from the gastrointestinal section on MedBullets.com. Let's begin this episode. Let's discuss the ampulla of vata in detail. The ampulla of vata is formed by the union of the pancreatic and biliary duct that is located in the major duodenal papilla. In terms of a clinical correlation, the structures that block the ampulla of vata can result in pancreatitis and cholangitis. In terms of the etiology, gallstones blocking the ampulla of vata and ampullary carcinoma are the two main etiologies. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 55-year-old female presents to the emergency room complaining of severe abdominal pain. She reports a six-month history of worsening dull mid-epigastric pain that she had attributed to stress at work. She has lost 15 pounds over that time. She also reports that her stools have become bulky, foul-smelling, and greasy. Over the past few days, her abdominal pain acutely worsened and seemed to radiate to her back. She also developed mild puritis and yellowing of her skin. Her temperature is 101 degrees Fahrenheit or 38.3 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 145 over 85 millimeters of mercury. Pulse is 110 per minute and respirations are 20 per minute. On examination, her skin appears yellowed and she is tender to palpation in her mid-epigastrium and right upper quadrant. She is subsequently sent for imaging. If a mass is identified, what would be the most likely location of the mass? 1. Common hepatic duct 2. Cystic duct 3. Common bile duct 4. Pancreatic duct or 5. Ampulla of vata And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, ampulla of vata. The most likely diagnosis in this patient is a tumor at the ampulla of vata. A tumor in this location will block drainage of both the common bile duct and pancreatic duct, leading to cholangitis and pancreatitis, respectively. Remember, the common bile duct merges with the pancreatic duct of Wiersung to form the ampulla of vata that subsequently drains into the duodenum. Tumors at the ampulla of vata can simultaneously block secretions from the common bile duct, leading to cholangitis, and the pancreatic duct of Wiersung, leading to pancreatitis. Given the concurrent presentations of cholangitis and pancreatitis, this patient most likely has a tumor affecting the ampulla of vata. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1. The common hepatic duct is formed by the junction of the right and left hepatic ducts, which drain bile from both sides of the liver. The common hepatic duct then joins the cystic duct from the gallbladder to form the common bile duct. Tumors of the common hepatic duct would not block pancreatic secretions and would not cause symptoms of acute pancreatitis. Answer choice 2. The cystic duct drains the gallbladder and joins with the common hepatic duct to form the common bile duct. A blockage at the cystic duct would cause inflammation of the gallbladder or cholecystitis, but would not cause pancreatitis. Answer choice 3. The common bile duct is formed at the junction of the common hepatic duct and cystic duct. 
A blockage at the common bile duct would cause backup of secretions into the gallbladder and liver, causing colitical lithiasis. However, it would not cause pancreatitis. And finally, answer choice 4, the pancreatic duct of Wirsung joins the pancreas with the common bile duct to drain secretions from the exocrine pancreas. A blockage here may cause pancreatic inflammation, but would not affect bile drainage from the liver and gallbladder via the common bile duct. In summary, tumors of the ampulla of vata will manifest with cholangitis and pancreatitis due to blockage of both outflow tracts. And that's all for this review about biliary structures. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.